Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. It was a garden party. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we do the verbal tango coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from inside the greasy spoon as we Fry up, piping hot sports takes all night long here at the Fox Sports Radio studios. But our lead this hour comes from Pro Bouncy Ball, the New York Knickerbockers playing host to the Atlanta Hawks on a Wednesday night in Midtown Manhattan. And since the Wizards uh, 76ers game and the Jazz Grizzlies game both were not competitive in the late stages of that game, of course, the Wizards who didn't show up at all. Uh, this is the top story in the NBA. Atlanta leading by as many as 15 points. I don't know if you saw the game or not, but the first half, it looked like, here we go. The Hawks are going to have a 2-0 lead. They're going both games on the road. They're up 13 at halftime. And then nothing has changed more than halftime adjustments in my lifetime. A trap door opened up and swallowed up the guys from Georgia. New York outscoring the Hawks 57-35 in a Blitzkrieg, second half. That was an ambush situation. And so New York goes on. They win that game. They even up the Eastern Conference opening series at one win apiece. Now, just a few thumbnail observations. Um, most seem to be slobbering all over Julius Randle, uh, a little bit on Derrick Rose, a little bit on him. And uh, Reggie Bullock, all three of those guys combined, they played very well in the second half. Congratulations. But we know on this show the better story is in the losing locker room. And the Atlanta Hawks, who were in control of this game, they let the foot off the pedal. That's really more about what Atlanta didn't do than anything that the Knicks did. Trey Young, 
Bogdan Bogdanovich. I feel like every game I watch, there's a Bogdanovich that's playing in these NBA games. And Danilo Gallinari, the former Clipper, all three of those guys in the second half. Now, Trey Young shot a high percentage, but collectively, they were mostly useless. They combined to go one of 13 from three-point range, and Bogdanovich was playing out of his skill set. This is what I talked about, and this really is, is a great confirmation of what I've been saying. Right? Some of these guys on Atlanta were playing over their talent level, similar to the Dallas Mavericks. Well, Bogdanovich came crashing back down to earth in the second half of this game at the Garden, and as a result, the Atlanta Hawks uh, were drowning. Uh, they were in a whole lot of trouble there, but one of 13 for those three guys from three-point range, uh, 7.6%, by the way, if you're not good at math. In the second half, so they will go on to a game three. Meanwhile, there is a subplot around the Knicks and the Hawks series that got my attention that is good talk radio. It involves the dynamic between Trey Young and the Knickerbocker fan. All right, now in the lead up to Wednesday's game, some of the NBA media types were very upset. They were up in arms by the dynamic between Trey Young and and his interaction with the fans, and you know, he was shushing the crowd, talking trash in the post-game comments after game one. He hit the dagger. The fans were chanting, F-U, F-U. Enter Derrick Rose, the former MVP. Now, I, I got to play. The sound is outstanding. So, former uh, MVP uh, back in the day in his salad days, his halcyon days with the Chicago Bulls. Derrick Rose was asked about Trey Young's antics uh, and this is, again, this is in the lead up to game two, but I think it's worth playing because it was a soundbite that really resonated with me. If you didn't hear it, uh, we have the audio. Maybe you missed it. So let's, let's push the button here, as Warner Wolf would say, and go to the audio tape. Here is Derek Rose asked about the interaction with Trey Young leading into game two. That's basketball. Like, what, when the league got so soft, bro, like, that's basketball, man. Like, he come in, he played a, a great game, and the crowd's supposed to do that. His reaction supposed to be that way, and it's supposed to amp up and bring the atmosphere, the environment to where it is right now. I mean, that's what I'm used to. Uh, I've been in series where drinks were thrown on, like, parents, like, people's moms, and, like, you on the court, and you see your mom get a beer, like, splashed on, like, uh, that's the environment I'm used to, and now it's a little different. So that's that's all part of the game. Um, when you got both sides fighting for something, and you've been working your, your your butt off all year, and not all year, but summertime when nobody's watching you in the gym, um, working on your game, and you, you send the results of it, in the, not only in the regular season, but in the playoffs. And if you want to talk, talk, it's, it's hard, but next game, it, it's going to be tougher, and the environment is going to create a great, um, a great atmosphere for some great basketball. All right, I love that. I mean, I, I, we need more of that. Uh, so that is the money quote, uh, and I've revealed my hand here. But it, do, do you? Let me ask you: Do you agree? The question: Do you agree or disagree with Derrick Rose uh, talking about that spicy hot playoff atmosphere? which has become the central focus of much conversation considering the events that took place on Wednesday night as well. Uh, so I am nodding my head in agreement with Derrick Rose. And it would be great if that was the popular opinion of NBA players. It is not, by the way, it is not the popular opinion of, it seems like many of the star players in the NBA who really have a problem with this. They, they don't wax poetic and talk about how wonderful it was to have you know something tossed on them. No, no, no. They, uh, they want a war tribunal is what they would like. So my observations here, you've got polite society, Bible, and ice cream truck. And we will lock all of these things together. Now, number one. Number one. So listen, Derek Rose, there's no other way to say it. Derek Rose was spot on. Uh, with that soundbite that we played. That's why I felt it was important enough to play it again uh, for you. He gets a perfect 10, even from the Russian judge. Uh, Rose uh, came out there and uh, said, listen, I, I, the whole line of questioning about you know the appropriate activity, there, he was gobsmacked by it. And I say, bravo, good for him. Uh, you know, it, It's gotten out of control, and I, you, you sense the, the tide pushing to... 
um, fan etiquette under under attack, and there's always going to be a few yahoos mixed into the crowd. Uh, but are we heading to the point where uh, booing is outlawed in a polite society? Is that where we're at for the uh, the wokesters? Is that what they want? Fan heckling with the precision of a potty mouse sniper is not for the squeamish of heart. Apparently, it's too much for many of the NBA. Derrick Rose is the exception to the rule. Uh, and when I say this is being questioned by the Wokarati, I'm not joking. Like, I'm not, I mean, we've had several incidents in the last couple of weeks that have, since fans have returned, that people are very upset by. Uh, their feathers are up in the air. They're upset. Uh, for example, uh, for reference here, my evidence, uh, people were furious uh, this past week in Denver when uh, some drunkard uh, was cursing like a sailor, a sailor just unloading on Carmelo Anthony and the Blazers as they walked off the court in the Mile High City. Others found themselves nauseated watching a cat fight in the bleachers at a White Sox game. You had Philadelphia and New York fans serenading players with the F word. Russell Westbrook uh, walking off the court in a monsoon of popcorn. You would have thought that this was gunfire. The way the NBA community has reacted, uh, you know, LeBron made it seem like it was a, uh, a capital crime. But for the most part, we found uh, these events in general, the, the interactions, the, a lot of the chanting, the rhythmic chanting and all that uh, actually be a positive. Like, that shows you that things are starting to run on all cylinders. This is the tradition of sport. It is a sign that people are getting back together after the COVID shutdown of 2020 into 2021. And uh, listen, I've seen enough games. I don't know about you, but I have seen enough games without fans uh, to be good the rest of my life. And this is an example. The reaction of some of these guys in the NBA to the fans tells you how easy it was in the bubble. They didn't have to worry about anyone chanting rhythmically bad words or uh, possibly throwing some popcorn kernels on top of it. There was none of that uh, in the bubble. Showing you how easy that was if these guys can't handle this. Now, secondly, uh, again, solid job by Derrick Rose. Air high five uh, to Derrick Rose. Having a little bit of gumption here to push back against the popular opinion of the Wokesters. Uh, and on that regard, if, you know, if what he said is accurate, and I think it is because uh, he said it, and I'll take him as word, but it's a, a basketball purist, right? And all the, the jokers who are complaining about everything now, you know, oh, my God. It, the, the difference has been pointed out by smarter people than I. Scholars have pointed out. There have always been people that complain about everything, but now they are given a megaphone, and we're, we're supposed to listen to them. But you don't have to. There's no rule. You don't have to listen to every complaint in the village because the village has the village idiot, and sometimes the person making the complaint is the village idiot. Now, as far as the Trey Young story, people upset with Trey Young, and, you know, the fans, uh, you know, are weak and all that. Grow a spine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, if there's anything we have learned, the, the thing that is good, uh, although apparently many guys would disagree with that right now in this moment, sports hate, right? Sports hate makes the world go round. You direct your bitterness, your acrimony towards uh, the sporting world, uh, and it's it's really the exchange that takes place that you, as a player or a coach or someone that works in sports, you get paid redonkulous money. You get paid redonkulous money in part because a lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people are emotionally invested in this. And so you get the glory. You have a lot of people that follow you around and give you a shoulder massage. You also have a certain percentage of people that treat you like a punching bag. Uh, it's not exactly hardship. Right, embrace the hate, and the legends of the game do that. They they make amazing plays, like Trey Young in Game One, game winning shot there uh, at the at the end, and they turn those verbal raspberries into the sweetest sound of them all. You know what the sweetest sound of them all? The sound of silence. Right, if, if the fans are trash talking, throwing popcorn on you, and you go out there and you just deliver, then that's it. Right, uh, but again, you are well compensated. Uh, to hear some some naughty words on that, uh, most of it is uh, is not legit. It's just heat of the moment sports stuff, taunting, ridiculing, shouting disapproval. Uh, when I uh, go out to games, and I've been to a few over, you know, obviously over the years, I've been to games. I love sitting. I'd rather sit in the the bleachers 
than behind home plate. I feel like you have a better fan experience in the bleachers than you do hanging out with the one percenters behind home plate. I, I think it's a lot more fun, especially if you go to baseball games in particular. It's just, uh, just a lot of fun uh, out there. And as far as you know, the upper balcony raining down and booing and all that stuff, this, this, all this is the bedrock of sports fandom, as we have pointed out. Uh, but it's as old as the hills. In fact, it's in the Bible. The reason that Goliath, the upset of Goliath by David was so big was because he was humiliated, right? There was trash talk. He was mocked, Goliath. Uh, Who? Beaten by David. It's unbelievable. Never heard of him. Uh, Well, go read the Bible. All right, final point. While we believe uh, as a rule of thumb that home field advantage is generally overrated, that fans have minimal impact on the actual outcome of a game, meaning wins and losses, wins and losses, most players, we believe, have poise and ignore the noise. There are exceptions to the rule with certain players who clearly are shattered they are shattered. They're the ones driving the ice cream truck, right? As D. Rose referenced, soft or Mr. Softy. Uh, and they're the ones impacted by your mama jokes and the general standard venom, uh, with generic brand venom from the crowd, and are unable to compartmentalize and go into a tailspin. It is rare and always amusing. I find it always amusing when these guys crack like an ostrich egg dropped off a counter because of uh, fan interaction here. And, and see, what this does is it actually creates more. And, and I don't realize it because the educated fan, the, the uneducated fan doesn't get it, but the educated fan will see weak spots and then like, oh, wait a minute. We actually have something here. We have a path, and we better take it. Now, I, I, are we going to get to the point where you boo, uh, where you outlaw the boo and the cat calls and all that? and completely suck the emotion. Imagine going to a sporting event. You're only allowed to cheer. I think they do that in communist countries. You're only allowed to cheer. You're not allowed to boo. It's like, really? Uh, And as far as Spitgate, all right, now, if you've not been around over the last couple hours, there was a a story that's been bouncing around the echo chamber that Trey Young was the victim of a flying loogie that came down from a fan sitting in the second row there at MSG. Now, we had a thorough Maller Show investigation into this. I watched the clip uh, at least 27 times, and I noticed what I believe, A, this is a fake story. All right, this is a fake story that this was not a loogie being spat at at the, uh, the basketball player, Trey Young. I believe this was an optical illusion, all right? Now, what is my evidence? My evidence, if you look at the angle of the projectile, the loogie, okay, if the guy was trying to spat the loogie on Trey Young, it would have been at a higher angle, all right? And, I, and you don't notice it the first time you watch the clip, but I watched it over and over again. What I noticed was the guy pulled down his mask Right, his COVID-19 mask. He pulled that down to spit a loogie at the floor. But because of the position of the camera, okay, and because of the color of the guy's shirt, the guy had a black shirt on, Trey Young was standing in front. On He was being broadcast on the, on the TNT broadcast. So because of that, it appeared like the loogie was flying at Trey Young's shoulder. It was not. Now, the final point. Okay, based on what I saw, it was not. The, the, the final point here, all right, if the loogie was spat on Trey Young, we would have known about it because the game would have been stopped. There would have been all kinds of chaos and confusion. Uh, if it's a large loogie, you, you know that it, it, that's coming from the crowd, and you're not going to just allow that and wipe that off. Okay, it's on. It is on. It is a Donnybrook. Uh, so that is the uh, the situation with Spitgate uh, involving Trey Young. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attack the pack. Keep it going. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere as we chatterbox from dusk to dawn, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from under the moonlight as we are camouflaged by the darkness. The Fox Sports Radio Studios, here we are, back at it again this hour. Good to have you hanging out, riding alongside. So our lead this hour comes from the NFL. We can't go too far away from the National Football League. Aaron Rodgers continues to be a hot topic of conversation. If you assume the position that because Aaron Rodgers went on SportsCenter earlier in the week and played grab ass with Kenny Mayne that everything was going to be okay, you are wrong. Everybody has a hot take on the disgruntled, malcontent Packer quarterback. Now, Alex Smith is the latest to chime in on this. Alex Smith, formerly. NFL quarterback with the 49ers. In fact, part of that infamous 2005 NFL draft. But he played with the Chiefs mostly and also uh, most of his success with the Chiefs and played with Washington. 
Now, he was not holding back. Alex Smith was in attack mode. Uh, he was uh, defensive of Aaron Rodgers, and he unloaded on the Green Bay Packers. This happened during an appearance on Colin Cowherd's Fox Sports radio show. So this played out on the FSR airwaves. Alex Smith, who was the top selection of that 05 NFL draft, much to the chagrin of Aaron Rodgers as he was taken uh, ahead, and Rodgers had that free fall way back then. It's been, boy, almost 20 years, 16 years since that draft. But listen, Alex Smith said it's absolutely inexcusable. That's his word, inexcusable how Green Bay has handled the situation with the reigning NFL MVP. He referenced the trade and selection of Jordan Love. He couched it by saying he had not spoken to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Yeah, right. All right, so let us discuss. You're going to go thumbs up or thumbs down on Alex Smith's opinion that the Packers did Aaron Rodgers dirty and it was inexcusable. So I'm going thumbs down on this. I'm going thumbs down. My thoughts, you've got Comrade, Conga Line, and Aloha. And we will tie all of these things together, and we're going to make a nice big package or something. I don't know what. Now, A, Alex Smith seems like a nice enough guy. Uh, He's the, the greatest comeback story I've ever seen. The man's leg was snapped in half like a twig. We all know the story, and he came back and played. Never thought that was a possibility. I would have bet thousands of dollars that he would not have played in another NFL game. Uh, And the fact that he came back and played. Now, he wasn't very good when he played. That's why he retired. But the fact that he just came back and played is mind-blowing. That being said, with that as the way to couch this, uh, wow. I mean, this is what my heart needed. You know, I I woke up hoping to hear Alex Smith's opinion on Aaron Rodgers. And and life did not disappoint. Uh, The zeitgeist of our times. Right, Unless that was not the case. Now, Alex Smith, when it comes to this, and it's really the general answer, the default position, the boilerplate position, I guess a better way to say it, uh, of players and former players commenting about current players. In the case of Alex Smith, he is what's known as a comrade in arms with Aaron Rodgers, which makes his opinion compromised. Even though they never played together as teammates, they are part of the same band of brothers. You're never supposed to take the side of management in a dispute. Always support your fellow players, even when it makes no sense to people that have common sense. So let's not neglect the fact that the Packers have actually provided a good amount of support to Aaron Rodgers. They, the one thing the Packers do not do, which they have never done, is they're not a player in free agency. They, they always play the poverty card. They always say, well, it's poverty. Right, I can't. We can't afford big name free agents because of you know poverty. Uh, Green Bay has provided though to Aaron Rodgers. They got statistically a top ten running back, a top five receiver. Some would argue the top receiver in football plays in at Lambeau Field. The defense in 2020 was good enough to get to the NFC Championship game and was a top ten defense. It was number seven. The Packers defense in yards allowed. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers is not. Last I checked, not the GM. He's merely a player. He's an important player, quarterback, very important. They're the the most important player on the team. We get that. But if he wants to be the GM, he should quit playing quarterback and become the GM, right? Stay in your lane, as my guy LeVar Ball likes to say, and worry about your own job responsibilities. For example, here's how I relate this. I do the overnight show on Fox Sports Radio. Do I obsess with what happens during the day on some of the others? No, I don't. That's somebody else's problem. There's some guy in a big corner office, some muckety-muck that has to worry about that. I only worry about four hours on this, you know, on these airwaves, on FSR, uh, and, I, and that's my playbook. I got to worry about that. I don't have to worry about other people's problems. That's their problems. Now, part B of this, the, the, the latest round of Aaron Rodgers' chatter, which continues, right? Bumpity-bump. Right? Rat-a-tat-tat. It just keeps going. I, I could literally do this every single day of the week. There is some story of someone that either played or formerly played or was in the media or has a plumber who's got a daughter who used to date the gardener of Aaron Rodgers and has some information. But this continues to support my hypothesis that most of the noise, if not all of the noise being orchestrated, 
is being orchestrated by the Aaron Rodgers camp. This is a choreographed situation. And when Aaron Rodgers, all right, when Aaron Rodgers had the chance to speak up to Kenny Mayne, he slobbered all over Kenny Mayne, but he also was gushing about the coaching staff, his teammates, the fans. He, of course, omitted the front office. There has been, over the last couple of months, a conga line. And it's really only a month, it's, but, but it's a conga line of former teammates and contemporaries uh, who have used a blowtorch on Green Bay GM Brian Gutekunst. Right? Having a doctorate in passive-aggressive behavior, which we think Aaron Rodgers has that in his, uh, in his arsenal. Uh, now, he's, he's doing it the passive-aggressive way, right? He, he was the jolly guy on TV, and I like my coaches and my, play, and my teammates, and I love the fans. So he's using intermediaries to get the message out, and we're building up to a crescendo. Now, when is that? Right? Mark down on your digital calendar – the date is July 27th. Now, that is when 29 of the 32 teams, including the Green Bay Packers, are scheduled to kick off training camp in unison. And we have, we have some, some clear angst. We know that from the Aaron Rodgers side towards the front office. Now, there's some other dates. There's some mandatory offseason camps that are important as well. But the big one is training camp. And remember the numbers on this. Crunch the numbers. Aaron Rodgers would have to leave millions of dollars, paper, dead presents, moolah, Mickey Mouse money, on the table to not show up. Now, who does that? No one does that, right? So that's when things will get cranked up if he chooses not to go. The other thing to look, keep an eye on is when will they name the new Jeopardy host, the full-time Jeopardy host? Because if that card is off the table, that changes the, the stakes as well. All right, last word here. So Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem too concerned about all this publicly. At least that's his public position, even though the Packers hold all of the cards, whether or not they choose to use them, that's an open question. The only option that Aaron Rodgers has is using the clout card, right? Using the clout card. He knows that the NFL media and many low-information fans, all they do is throw bouquets at his feet. And so he raises a ruckus, but he can't put his name on it because he's passive-aggressive. So instead, he uses other people to toss these stories out. And he's sitting back on a beach chair in the Aloha State having a grand old time. He wishes he could say Aloha to the PAC front office. And I imagine while in Hawaii, act like a Hawaiian, right? So you have the traditional Hawaiian luau, the chocolate-covered macadamia nuts, a a nice Hawaiian-themed cocktail on the side, uh, dreaming that the pig being roasted at the Hawaiian luau was someone from the Packers front office with a lot of salt and some pepper. And, and while his mind races Aaron Rodgers to get the heck out of Dodge, and he's watching the beautiful sea turtles swim around Hawaii. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go! It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Coop Dalu. It's good stuff, Ben. I like this. Oh, look how happy Coop is. We'll get an extra two and a half minutes, Coop. Don't blow it. Uh, it is now being reported that there are two teams on Julio Jones' wish list, the Patriots and the Titans. Now, Ben, which of these two teams do you think has the best shot of landing him? Well, this is easy. Uh, it's Tennessee, and I'm going to tell you why, right? Bill Belichick is a heartless, unemotional executive. It would be out of character tremendously for Belichick to trade the asking price of first-round pick for a 32-year-old receiver who that's huge dough uh, that he's got on his contract, and he's coming off an injury-ravaged season. So the only way Belichick would do that is if he started taking stupid pills, which it's possible. Right? He thinks Cam Newton's going to have a great season this year. Now, B, Julio Jones. To Tennessee, you've got a bunch of guys on the Titans that are doing TikTok videos to try to get Julio Jones to come to town and all that. Uh, and it, it would be an impulse purchase. Now, the, the Titans can justify it because they have a void. They lost Corey Davis to the Jets in free agency, and so they could argue that by you know, trading a first-round pick, they can move some numbers around, cook the books and the salary cap, and you know, Tennessee figures they're going to be a Super Bowl contender. So if you trade a first-round pick, if it's somewhere like 25 to 32, is it that big a deal if you've got a player that can help you out for a couple of years? So there's a much better chance that the Titans end up between the Patriots and Titans that they get it. But I would say keep an eye on the 49ers also. And don't discount the Raiders. That's the kind of disjointed move that we have seen John Gruden at least contemplate in the past. All right, next! Now, Rams wide receiver Robert Woods spoke to the media this week, and he said that he thinks the team's offense is, quote, stacked, and it has him thinking Super Bowl. Now, Ben, I know that you consider uh, Matthew Stafford to be a major upgrade, but are the Rams stacked? Well, Coop, I'm not shaking my head. I'm nodding my head. You know what that means, Coop? <laughs> yes. However, here's the catch, right? Here's the rub on this. What Robert Woods said was accurate, but it's only temporary, right? It's only temporary because, you know, Number one, you, you, Cooper Cup is a tremendously productive player. If you play fantasy football, you know that. But he's made out of glass. 
They brought in Deshaun Watson, the guy that hates, or Deshaun uh, Jackson, rather. Deshaun Watson is the massage guy. Deshaun Jackson, who uh, hates the Jews, and uh, and he was a very good player back in the day, Deshaun Watson, but he's past his prime. He's fragile. So at some point, both those guys are going to get hurt, and so then you're left with Robert Woods, who's the real deal, and Van Jefferson, who is on the come. I think he's going to be pretty good, but he's not quite there yet. Cam Akers is a pass catcher out of the backfield, uh, as well, but the, the Rams have above average talent across the board. So, by definition, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, but again, it's it's got a shelf life that's not going to last that long because these guys aren't they they couldn't make it through sixteen game seasons. Some of these guys couldn't make it through the preseason. So now they're going to play seventeen games, an extra game. Good luck. All right, next. Ben, we are finally starting to see stadiums and arenas referring, returning to full capacity, and it shouldn't be too long before things are more or less back to normal in the sporting world. When do you think the uh, the broadcasters will start to be able to travel with their teams? It's terrible. Yes, yes. Uh, first of all, listen, the, the NBA, I've been told here, they're going to start sending broadcasters to arenas for the second round of the playoffs, TNT okay, and ESPN. But that's a good sign. But here's the problem. Right, I've been hearing that not every local broadcaster is going to return to the suitcase life. That some of the more frugal teams, looking at the numbers and figuring out that most fans don't seem to care whether the announcer's in the stadium or sitting on a you know in a ballpark somewhere empty watching on a monitor. So if you want to trim the fat, get rid of some costs. Every one of the, you know they have chartered flights, but every head on the chartered flight, every head on the chartered bus, hotel rooms per diem. It adds up. Travel ain't cheap. Uh, I would be very worried, for example, if I was a broadcaster for the A's or the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, and I also think they're going to eliminate a lot of the East Coast broadcasters going to the West Coast and West Coast broadcasters going to the East Coast because those are very costly trips. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? You fail. The Rams are not stacked. All right. You you're getting get- one minute tomorrow, Coop. One, you're the one-minute man. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's now time for... Time for... Hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. And away we go. It's Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. As Larry King said back in the day, rest in peace, Larry. And what do we have, Koopaloop? Los Angeles, hello. Hello. All right, uh, this is for everyone on the show. This is from Thomas in the 513. Hi, Thomas. Uh, what is your go-to stress slash depression, depression relief? Like walk, cleaning, drinking, smoking, etc. Uh, well... There's a couple things I do. I, I do like to get a little exercise, get a sweat going. I also listen to classical music to calm. Down. Also, when I work, it calms me down a little bit. Huh? But I don't. I don't listen to it when when I'm like just living my day to day life. But uh, or when I, you know, when I'm want to listen to upbeat stuff. But, but occasionally to, to focus, I'll listen to classical stuff like that and calms me down. What about you, Eddie? Uh, working out is is not a bad one. Also, if I can find something that really makes me laugh hard. Uh, I will do, yeah. I will watch that and just take my mind off of what You know what I used to watch things. a lot? I haven't watched it in a while was that JaVale McGee blooper tape and I died every <laughs> time he was everyone was running one direction he was running the wrong direction it was hilarious it looked like a glitch I love that. What about you Roberto? Booze, alcohol. <laughs> Are you self medicate yeah. with the booze? Yeah. There you go. All right, what about you Coop? I think everybody knows the answer to that. Mota. <laughs> <laughs> Ganja. All right. Uh, what, what do we have? What is next here? It's Ask Ben. Your questions uh, are answers. This one is uh, from Mason the Millennial. Uh-oh. Uh, what's your personal favorite U.S. landmark or monument that you have visited? Well, I love the national parks. I've been fortunate enough. I've been traveling uh, around a lot. I haven't been to enough of the national parks. Just There's a bunch in California. But I love the giant forest. Uh, which is one of my favorite places, just how massive these two, 3,000-year-old trees, and they make me feel like I am a grain of sand on the beach. That's one of my favorite spots. I try to get there at least once a year. Uh, but I really want to explore more. I want to, I want to go around America and see uh, see more that it has to offer. I've not been able to really do too much in recent years. Nobody has. What about you, Eddie? 
Uh, you know, like Space Needle in Seattle was cool. Golden Gate Bridge, uh, nice. Yeah. Did My you walk across on, the Golden Gate? Did you did walk not walk across the Why not? Come on, Eddie. Well, I was a kid. Um, my wife is on my ass about going to see the Grand Canyon, uh, but we're going to D.C. Uh, in a few months, so that'll be great to see all those monuments there in uh, our nation's As long country. as they don't tear them down before you get there, then you'll be well, okay. that's where we're going soon. <laughs> yes. Uh, what about you, Roberto? Uh, the Golden Gate Bridge was pretty cool, uh, especially you get on that thing and the whole bridge is just like swerving back and forth. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. My, 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 I walked across it a couple years ago. Yeah. And I, I, Me too. Like, same here. I, I was thinking the whole time. I can't believe people have jumped off this. Like I, it was like yeah. shock. It was like crazy. It's pretty cool. Uh, Lincoln Memorial. I uh, was cool too. Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. All right. What about you, Coop? Anything stand out here? Um, I feel like I'm I'm forgetting something. Uh, but the, I mean, I don't know if this is considered a, a U.S. landmark or or monument, but uh, seeing Graceland was pretty cool. Well, if you live in Tennessee, if you're Elvis fan. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I grew up a, an Elvis fan. Did you go to the Johnny Cash Museum when you were there? I did not. You did not. But yeah, John, I, you. I go to uh, Ojai pretty often. And I'm going to get to Nashville one of these days, but I want to go to the Johnny Cash Museum. I also like in Bakersfield how a lot of streets are named after like random old country music. The Reagan, well, anyway, Reagan Library yeah. is pretty, it was pretty cool, too. I don't know that. I've been there. I've been to the Nixon uh, Library. I've been to the Kennedy Library, and uh, the one. Oh, I forget. The Have you name. not been the to tri- the Ronald Reagan? It's yeah. like it's like your I'm hero. No. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, I've not to, to the, mention I've it's the to, closest one to you. I'm. I'm yeah. I've been to the Truman uh, Museum in in Kansas. I went City. to the, the Reagan when they had a bunch of uh, baseball old school like memorabilia. That was really. Oh, cool. that's cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Coop, did you work with Craig Sheeman? Do you ever remember him? Not that no, I can okay. recall. He's a big radio guy in South. He named his Where's daughter he Reagan. Yeah. He loves, likes Reagan so much. Wow, yeah. that's next level, man. It's <laughs> next level. He's in uh, Florida. Yeah, he is doing uh, like afternoon drive yeah. somewhere. All right, what is next? What do we got here? What do we have? <laughs> Eating, meeting, mighty, uh, face masks and face palms wants to know: Is this a live show? Are we no. on the live air? <laughs> no, no. Listen, I'm a big star in radio. I, you think I would work overnight and do a lot? No, I record this and then I sleep like a baby. That's what everyone in the business does, right? Come on. I got to be like well, everyone else. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, what is next? What is uh, Raider fan wants to know for any of us. Have, Hi, have, have any of us ever been to North Carolina? Uh, I've flown over it. Uh, no, I've not. I actually have to go to North Carolina next year. My sister-in-law is getting married in North Carolina. So I will be traveling to North Carolina. And yes... If all works out, I hope to do, you know, every time I go anywhere, I try to do a meet and greet with meet, meet some fans. So I'd, I'd love to do that. But I am going to go to North Carolina next year. I've not been there. You, Eddie? Yeah, uh, Ben, do you remember those college tailgate things we used to have here on the network? We'd like, send shows to do that. Do you remember Yes, that? yes, yes. Okay, they never so sent I, me anywhere. Yeah, right. I was, I was a part of a show that did that every Saturday during college football season, and they never took me because, you know, they didn't need to. And yeah. the, for the last game of the year, they decided to do something nice, and they let me go just to go, and we went to a University of North Carolina Duke football game in Chapel Hill. Wow. Yeah, you want to see Duke, North Carolina, and basketball. Yeah. I don't know about football. No, but, I, yeah. I wasn't. You know, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All right. Uh, Roberto? No. No? Coop? Uh, nope. Any, no. All right. Uh, what, I'll let you know when I go next year. All right, next, what do we got here? Uh, this, is a, this is a good one from Rod in Bakersfield. The ambassador. Yes, it's for the, for the group. Have you ever called your significant other by the wrong name? If so, how bad did it get? No. No, I've never, I've never done that. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, but that's one I have not made. What, what about you, Eddie? No, not, and I hope I never do. Yeah, that would be a tough one to walk out exactly. of. Exactly. Uh, Same yeah. here. No, and I hope I never do. That's like a poison pill, right? Yeah, that, yeah. It's yeah. that. It wouldn't. Coop? Yeah. Never no, the end of it. But, but there were a couple times early on in the relationship that like I almost, because I got out of like an eight and a half year relationship with somebody, and so early on, it was like, a, I, I stopped myself though, so that's good. Well, but my, the, my sister did it on accident when we were in Europe. Ooh. But she was she wasn't well she wasn't around she said it to me she was she was like she's like oh where's Dana I was like who oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you should have said not in this country <laughs> not in the picture <laughs> what's up everybody this is Stephen A Smith host of the Stephen A Smith Show podcast tune in every Monday Wednesday and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports pop culture business. And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. 
So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.